The Club Championship Show on OTB Sports. Brilliant game of hurling, edge your seat stuff, Tony Kelly, masterclass from start to finish. To win a Connacht Senior Championship is uh, it's special. The Club Championship Show. Subscribe to the GEA podcast feed on the OTB Sports app now. Mark your card in association with Betway. Who are you backing? Underdog or favourite? 18 plus. Bet the responsible way. Visit dunlouis.net. Welcome to our horse racing tipping podcast. Mark your card here on Off the Ball. I'm John Duggan, and Mark your card is in association with Betway. Get your money back as a free bet if your horse finishes second in a selected meeting every day. 18 plus only. T's and C's apply. Bet the responsible way. I'm on my own this week. Katie Walsh back next week. And uh, what I'm going to do this week is preview Christmas because we got a cold snap as we know at the moment across the country Ferry House on Saturday abandoned no certainty whether Sunday's fixtures at Navin and Thurless can proceed and we previewed the John Durkin chase with Katie last week so at the moment that's penciled in for Punchestown on Monday and because I'm not on next week's racing pod what I'm going to do now is look ahead to these meetings over Christmas the big races to see if we can unearth a winner but more about trying to pinpoint horses that are doing well and could run well over Christmas and are going to be good to be on the right side of this season so remember if you're having a punt over the festive folks especially anti-poster rules apply it's best to wait until the day as there's no danger of losing your money if your horse is a non-runner we all got paid before Christmas didn't we so be careful don't bet more than you can afford it's not for that it's maybe to have a bit of an interest and that should be it uh, if you're going to have a punt over Christmas it uh, goes out saying doesn't it so what we're going to do first we're going to look ahead to each day from the 26th to the 29th and the King George Chase is the feature across the water at Kempton on St. Stephen's Day uh, well, this is a great race look it's how many Gold Cup winners have come out of this race you got the Caudal Star back to Desert Orchid in the 80s wayward lad great race with a great history three miles Kempton just outside London and what we're looking for this year is not a tornado flyer who won the race last year for Willie Mullins in a race that had a lot of runners and a electric pace this is going to be a race with a smaller field and I'm looking at the principles here not all of these are going to line up so we just have to kind of examine the horses that are likely to run Brave Man's Game is the favourite for trainer Paul Nichols uh, he won the novice chase over course and distance last year he's a strong traveller he won his point on soft ground in Ireland but at other times there's been a suspicion he might be better over shorter distances he jumps economically if a little low at his fences but he's a horse with a lot of cruising speed one last time out of Weatherby on his uh, seasonal reappearance it wasn't exactly fit that day Lampresse will enjoy the rain if it comes it is forecast to rain next week it is a case with this horse that he does jump left this is a right-handed track Kempton uh, he's a horse who wants a galloping track I feel under Venetia Williams uh, training methods flopped at Aintree after a brilliant run in the biggest novice chase to win that at Cheltenham back in March so Lampresse soft ground galloping track not sure if Kempton is his thing Hitman Paul Nichols trains this one as well in the same mould as Clan des Oboe a past winner of the King George uh, he'll want to be a pretty special Hitman because there are no prisoners taken in this race he's never won over three miles I think he lacks a bit of experience but he could be anything. Envoy Allen, trained by Henry de Bramhead, did not appear to win a strong renewal of the champion chase at Dan Royal, but great to see him back in the winner's enclosure after a couple of indifferent seasons. A protector rash, I don't think he's going to run in the King George, uh, but he's a horse to keep on the right side of because he won well at Haydock last time. 
Uh, Royal Pagai is a course and distance winner and has been backed in the last couple of days, uh, but he has been inconsistent. So that is the King George chase on St. Stephen's Day. So the King George going to post at 2.30 on St. Stephen's Day. And on the same car, 12.45 at Kempton, we have the Long Walk Hurdle over three miles. The problem with this type of race is that Champ, Paisley Park are both 10 now. They've been running against each other, beating each other for quite a long time. I'd rather side with an improver who lines up maybe Miranda or Queensbrook or even if they run Goshen, that quirky horse. That is the Long Walk Hurdle, not a race to have a bet on at the moment. Here at home, St. Stephen's Day, brilliant racing for four days. Starts on the 26th, Leopardstown and Limerick. Great racing here at home and the weather should be good enough for it. Uh, Leopardstown, okay, the Racing Post Novice Chase over two miles at 2.20. This race will cut up. The market suggests that Field Door for Gordon Elliott will run because he's the even money favourite at the moment. Won nicely at Navin the last time, jumped well after an adequate run at Nace on his first run. He's a four-year-old. He'll get the six-pound allowance for his age. If Hollow Games runs out of the same stable, he will be interesting as he won nicely over the minimum trip last time on his last start. Impervious is also going the right way. Band Bridge may be interesting down in trip after being beaten at Ferry House in the Drinmore chase in his last start. We just don't know for certain who's going to run in this. The alternative big race on St. Stephen's Day, the Fahi Novice Chase at Limerick, 240. Gordon Elliott trained Jerry Kalam as the favourite for that. He's a horse with a lot of scope, never been beaten. He's versatile. Kill Crush jumped well on his chasing debut Punchestown, but I think he's got a bit to prove since his bumper days. Classic Getaway will probably turn up over further at Christmas, but I did like the way he won at Goran Park. He may be up to realising his potential now over fences. Cost a lot of money as a young horse. On hurdles form, Mighty Potter would have the edge over three-stripe life if they both turn up. We're not sure, though, where they're going to run next. The 110 at Leopardstown on the 27th is the Grade 1 Paddy's Rewards Club Chase. Depends who turns up again in this over the two miles. If an urgeman does, he wins. Chacon Persuat is a core specialist in Dublin, but now rising 11 years of age. Blue Lord is talented, but quirky, sometimes downs, tools in front. I'd be interested if the race falls apart, as Captain Gillis really impressed me the last time at Navin. Uh, he really jumped well, and in giving way, and a beating to the fast-finishing Riviere de Tell. On the same card, you have the Paddy Power Chase, the three-mile charge of the Light Brigade. Loads of runners, and at three o'clock on the 27th, keep an eye for any horse in the colours of J.B. McManus, younger horses with a touch of class and also horses carrying lighter weights because it's three miles across the water on the 27th. The Welsh National at Chepstow at 2.50 post time for that one. Once again, we don't know the final declarations, but you need a horse on your side that travels, jumps and stays. You can't have a horse that's on and off the bridle at Chepstow. The ground is often testing, so lightweights hold the advantage. Also check horses with coarse form. Uh, the favourite at the moment, Quick Wave, absolutely bolted up at Sandown last time. His trainer, Venetia Williams, is great with staying chasers. The David Pipe trained Gericault Rock. Don't know if he's going to run in this, but he's been running consistently well in big handicap chases. He's one to keep an eye on if he lines up here or anywhere else. On December the 28th at Leopardstown, day three of the meeting there, the Jack de Bromhead Christmas Hurdle goes to post at quarter to two. This race was unsatisfactory last year in that it ended up in a battle between Classical Dream and Flooring Porter because they stole a march on their rivals and Classical Dream won a match effectively between the two of them. Uh, Flooring Porter gained revenge at Cheltenham. There's only really one day I think for him that is Cheltenham in March. Uh, I would say that uh, Gavin Cromwell's horse Florian Porter needed the run uh, on his debut at Navin this season where Bob Ottinger was second. Uh, Classical Dream won the best trial so far, second in the Hatton's Grace Hurdle, finishing well. And I'd be interested to see the rate of improvement in Bob Ollinger now. He's back over hurdles. He was an outstanding hurdle horse, didn't really work out from over fences. And Bob Ollinger, if he's in good root health, could be the one here. The Zavils chase on the same card at 220 at the big three mile chase on day three at Leopardstown. Galvin won this last year. We have to see if the Cheltenham Gold Cup winner at Plutar runs after an uncharacteristic performance at Haydock. Just really flopped, conflated as an Irish Gold Cup winner over the course and distance. 
distance. I felt that that was a strange race earlier this year. I just wonder if he wants shorter. He is a contender, though, as a Statler, a funny horse, starting to win all of his races. Galvin and Kenboy look exposed for me. Too many runs. It may not be in this race, but keep it on the right side of the Jessica Harrington trained to lifetime ambition. Too much use was made of him, in my opinion, in the Troytown chase. Maybe he's a Grand National horse. Will we see Envoy Allen here? Surely if the John Durkin chase happens on Monday, we won't see Galapin des Chances. Hold your powder with the uh, Savills chase. Really don't know what's going to happen yet, but um, some interesting runners generally that I'm spotting like lifetime ambition, like classic getaway that I think are worth following anyway, wherever they turn up. Now, on the final day of Leperstown, we got the Novice chase at 145. We've touched upon a few of the entries already. Gaillard de Manil is a consistent type Still a novice and a course winner. So he's he's a rock solid favourite. Classic getaway beat Manella Cocooner last time. Manella Crooner just stays forever. Might not have the pace for this. Classic getaway is the one that interests me if he turns up here once again on the ground. It's a really interesting softer ground better ground we'll have to wait and see at Leopardstown and the two mile Matheson hurdle on the 29th on the final day at Leopardstown a 2.20 start I really like State Man here for William Mullins he'll be no price right but he's got a lot of a sleeve in terms of potential he's improving and he won the grade one Morgiana hurdle easily on a seasonal reappearance could be a champion hurdle horse Constitution Hill the one to beat given Honeysuckle's poor performance in Hatton's Grace but that's an open market you have to wait until the day I'm not the biggest anti-post betting fan. But remember, mark your card is an association with Betway. Get money back as a free bet if your horse finishes second in a selected meeting every day, 18 plus only, T's and C's apply, bet the responsible way. If you're going to go racing over Christmas at Leopardstown or Limerick, really, really enjoy it. Have a good time and obviously bet responsibly. What I'm going to do with our charity bet for 50 euro, because I'm not here next week, I'll be back in the new year. I'm going to put it on Brave Man's Game at the King George at Kempton on St. Stephen's Day at 6-4. to four. A 6-4 to four winner is a better than a 6-1 to one loser. I know people are looking for value. I do that myself in golf, but Brave Man's Game is rock solid for me. Courses distance winner last year. I think he's obviously an older horse now and an improving horse. Don't think Paul Nichols had him completely fit at Weatherby the last time. He jumps, he travels, he's got the best jockey in Harry Cobden on him. I think the race will probably cut up. I think he could be odds on by the time the King George goes to post. I think Brave Man's game is a rock solid bet over Christmas. I think he wins the King George chase. I'll be disappointed if he doesn't win. If they think he's a Gold Cup horse, he has to be winning the King George chase at Kempton. Brave Man's game is the pick this Christmas. We're back next week for a further racing preview ahead of Christmas with more certainty over the declarations and obviously the expert advice of the Betway ambassador, Katie Walsh, on the Mark Your Card Horse Racing Podcast. Look forward to chatting to you then. Mark your card in association with Betway. Who are you backing? Underdog or favourite? 18 plus. Bet the responsible way. Visit dunlouis.net.